to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins, and everything in between. I am Benedicta, and I am feeling successful. And I'm Benedict. Today is May 31st. This is episode number 141, and I'm feeling okay. And European, But you're okay. feeling successful. But you're and feeling European, Europe okay. Yeah. European, okay. <laughs> We don't tend to exaggerate. I am feeling successful because since last time we got the gig, we uh, the 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 proposal I talked about. So Ula and I, congratulations! So and the gig is for (laughs) Cloudinary. So Ula and I are responsible to for getting their two plugins kind of up to date and bug free by the summer. So that's what I've been working on. Yes. So That's a fun. big, big name customer. It is. It's like, yeah, I know. It's like, oh, I'm feeling kind of, you know, doing this thing. Yeah, now. like uh, put a logo on the website, get a testimonial, and write a case study. And boom, <laughs> <laughs> boom. <laughs> no, seriously, and... you should all do all of that eventually. I mean, maybe not now, but before you wrap this up. We'll definitely do that. And we're going to meet both of the people we're in contact with at a conference in Norway in at the end of the month. Or not the end of this month, but the end of June, which I guess is this month for the people listening. <laughs> um, yeah, makes sense. Yes. but um, So that's going to be fun. So we can have some fun photos, even, you know, the way we like it. Not so, like, super profesh, more like, you know, we're just all people. Working in tech, doing our best. So, um, yeah, no, so that has been uh, really fun. And, you know, it's not a Greenfield project. They already have two plugins. And um, the one, like the big one, was actually started on by Jason Langsdorf, who's now the um, developer experience manager, boss, something of Netlify. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. taking over um, his code. And and then there was a community plugin. So we're kind of moving them uh, under the Cloudinary brand. And then um, we're going to upgrade them, especially for Gatsby 4, of course, because there are some, uh, there were some like breaking things in how um, the content nodes kind of connected together in Gatsby version 4 that deprecated some things that have been working in version 3, but, you know, were deprecated in version 3, but still kind of worked. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so so now they've gotten, you know, um, reports that it's not working anymore. And then we're also upgrading it for the new, well, not that new anymore, but the newest Gatsby image um, plugin or plugin image. So that's been fun because I gotten to go like, these are, this is like really, especially like the image stuff and like connecting the nodes and it's like, you know, it's kind of advanced stuff, or at least like down there in the weeds. Um, yeah. Yeah. The and I love stuff. that. Yeah, the fun stuff. Exactly. Well, it depends on what you think is fun, but I even get to like <laughs> dig through like Gatsby um, code and like see how they've solved it in their in their um, Sharp plugin, which is kind of how they handle local files and, you know, to make it work as similar as possible, just with the images being on Cloudinary. So... Lots of fun. Lots of juicy stuff to sink my teeth into. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then also we are in talks with another person who uh, started thinking about, oh, maybe they need a Gatsby plugin for their service. And then it would be more of a greenfield um, project, like making the plugin from scratch. So that could also Mm -hmm. be fun if that comes to 
fruition, fruition, fruition. Um, but I mean, there's only a month left before the summer. So I'm guessing these, like, I'm just going to keep having these conversations and then hopefully our fall is going to be super packed. <laughs> so I'll have to be really <laughs> mindful of taking um, the summer holiday that I'm planning to take. We'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm yeah, taking it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Um, I'm going to do it. And then um, I have a little rant um, <laughs> because... <laughs> All of these services and also, you know, uh, Gatsby, if you have any issues, they like all assume that you're one of the beginners and they're like, go into the like Discord or the Slack. And I'm like, that is, it's not a support system. I get so frustrated and especially with Gatsby, now with uh, Discord, I just feel, I just feel very old. Like I go in there and things are just like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, things are just like flying past me and I'm like, what? Like I cannot, it's not structured at all. Um, yes. So yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, I don't know why. Can't they just have like, you know, ticketing system and then just put the people who are not paying on like a slower response instead of sending everyone into these like non- at least Netlify has a forum forum. So if you're not paying, yeah. you get to ask questions in the forum and you can go back and check on your forum post, which is like alive. Yeah. And also I found a lot of answers in that support forum because people mm -hmm. have the same issues. But try to search for an answer on Discord, I tell you. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. You don't find yeah. anything. So... Chat is yeah. great for real-time collaboration, but it's not great as a knowledge storage system. <laughs> and also for like sometimes, especially so that the like how this come up came up is that Gatsby released something for their serverless functions um, that let me or let us ex access all our. I'm not the only Gatsby developer out there, but lets us. Um, grab the raw version of the body and that's needed if you're going to do verification with stripe if you want to verify the event coming in right. um like a signature check and i know that discord also does it this way so you need access to the raw raw body and they haven't hadn't they didn't have that in the in their first release of serverless functions and they had like they parsed it as json for you which i actually mm -hmm. really enjoy so you don't have to do that yourself all the time but then sometimes you need that raw body and they released a version now uh, a couple of weeks back where you were supposed to get the raw body and i was like yes like now i can use <laughs> my gatsby functions also for you know signature verification and that will make the one kind of chapter in my smashing magazine article void so i can only write like a sentence instead which is really nice so i was like okay i'm going to test this out i'm going to push out in you know an email letting everybody know it's out there and we can start using it and then it didn't work and develop and one of the really mm. good things about serverless functions by gatsby is that it like it works really nice in this like develop setup you don't have to um you know set up anything else so i was like asking and it's you know it's like talking into avoid but then uh i made some noise and then suddenly i was getting answers and also the framework team was like hey you want to talk <laughs> <laughs> um so yesterday we talked and um it's a bug in develop and um but they have had like a hack that i could do to make it work and then they're gonna fix it so um you know good stuff but i don't know it's, it's starting like i hope they start I don't know if these services do that. It's not just Gatsby, like, but if they 
could like write up the because when I find an issue, it's usually a bug. So I don't need them to send like I want I do this as a service to the people. Like I found a bug, like trying to file a proper bug report. Um, and then you're like, go to Discord and talk to some people. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here with a bug. <laughs> and it's like, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm not, you know, just somebody testing this out. Like I've actually, anyway, that's my rant. I prefaced it with a rant. Uh, don't yes, send me to Discord. Yes. I'm gray haired and old. <laughs> <laughs> At least send me to a forum or answer my bug reports in your GitHub repository. That would also be nice. Um, but anyway, so where was I? Yes, working on that the Cloudinary plugin, but not as much as you would think because I don't know how it is in your country, but in Norway, there are no full weeks left. <laughs> or there hasn't been any full work weeks. Um, so, because we had 17th of May, which we spoke about two weeks ago. And then last week, Thursday and Friday was off because Thursday was a bank holiday. And then in Norway, yeah. there's the concept of squeezed in day, which is mm -hmm. like nobody works on the Friday since it's squeezed in there. Everybody goes, you know, to their cabin or go somewhere. Um, Anyway, so we lost two days last week, and then I guess this week is a full week, but then Monday is off again. Yeah, same here, same yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we uh, we actually, not that I mean, like, you don't have to make every, you know, bank holiday productive, um, but on Thursday, Sanity, um, the uh, headless CMS, had a conference, Structured Content, was the name of the conference and they had a watch party in Oslo. So since Thursday was, you know, a non-working day or a bank holiday, whatever we call it, we uh we went to the conference, the whole family, which was really nice. They had nice. food, you know, free food again. Been missing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um massage chairs. Oh my god. Nobody dared Ooh. use them. So I kind of just like stayed in one of them for like the whole <laughs> Because you could be in them while watching the conference or like watching Ooh. the television they had set up. So nice. Um, yeah. But it was a good conference. Um, yeah. That sounds cool. Yes. And I thought about something you said because they were, it's funny because they call it structured content, which is kind of the thing with headless CMS, I guess, that uh, is different from a lot of the regular <clears throat> CMS and, and, and uh, that also has like the the page creation or the site creation in there is that you can model yeah. your data or your content kind of like we do model our data. And it was really interesting to hear, hear them talk about like all the same things that we talk about with modeling data. Like it's, um, you know, if you get it right, everything else is just falls into place you know, one of the, the the ladies said, and I was like, it's exactly what you said when you were on our show and we we're talking um, with Miriam. It's like you, when you get it right, like everything is easier, but if you just, if you spend too much time thinking about it, you end up not doing anything and then you will probably not find the right uh, model. Mm -hmm. So they were using kind of different words, but it was, you know, the same. Um, and they were talking about like, if you model it too, because they were talking about atomic 
content. So you should have like content pieces that can uh, work on its own, but also then be, you know, um, put together with other pieces to form new content. And then again, one of the delays was like, but if you make it too atomic, you know, too perfect, nobody is going to be willing to keep that updated. You don't want to update content in like a million different places um, just to get one article out the door. Um, yeah, so I really, it's like, it's very, but I guess it's newer in that in that uh, area of, of, or that industry area. I don't know what we call it. Like for content people, it's kind of a new concept. Um, so they're kind of discovering the same things that we have been discovering when we yeah. do data <laughs> modeling. Um, I mean, in the end, it's data modeling, isn't it? I, content is also just data, but um, yeah. But I it's guess they the have a more of a author perspective or content creator perspective and not a engineering perspective on the things. So, yeah. It's yeah, that was, that was what I... I was going to say as well, because I mean, even though it's annoying when you have, isn't it like we call it too normalized if our data is like very split up and like, you know, nothing is ever repeated or um, like in more, more than one place. It's, it's annoying for our code because you have to like grab, you know, grab pieces of data from everywhere. But I'm imagining it's even more annoying when the content you know, it's actually updated by a human, right? They actually go into these systems and update. Yeah. And if you have to then, you know, run around and like click yourself through into all of these different models and then add some data there and some, or some content as they call it there and some content there, then, um, then that gets, that gets to be annoying. So it's definitely from the author kind of perspective. So, yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and then I have some new customers for Pow. I haven't exactly checked. I think it's two. <laughs> nice. <laughs> which, which is it's fun. still people are still signing up. Uh, that's that's great. People are still signing up, and some of the people at the conference were like, "Aren't you like?" I saw some of those Pow streams. I was like, "Yes, that's me." <laughs> ah, nice. Getting so, recognized. <laughs> getting recognized at the watch party in Wait, Oslo. Of, it doesn't feel like a big deal. <laughs> Gatsby people around or not that many or they were so negative. It was <laughs> <laughs> no, I Why met though? one I met one guy from Sanity actually. He was like, Oh yeah, I love Gatsby. And he taught told us about some sites that he'd made in Gatsby. I think he was one of their developer relations people. But we met some people from other companies that were where I'm like, haven't they networked? They maybe haven't networked that much lately because even though you think Gatsby is horrible when I'm like oh I'm an independent Gatsby or we are independent Gatsby developers and your first response is we're so happy we got rid of that it's been awful it's like okay nice talking to well, you as well nice talking to you <laughs> this was the beginning of a very fruitful you know discussion about frameworks uh. and and I happen to know that this company was on like Gatsby version 2.1, like a really like old version of Gatsby. And they have, and then like they mentioned that they spent five months porting it to Next. And I'm thinking you could probably have spent like a little bit less time and just upgraded to a new version <clears throat> of Gatsby. But you know, new things are fun. Yes, but also, yeah. 
<laughs> if you have like if you if you talk to people and they start a conversation like that, then yeah, you, you kind of know that they <laughs> just are very opinionated. And if it didn't work out the first try, it's crap and it will never be good. <laughs> exactly. But also, I don't think that it was this person's perspective because I looked at the name tag and it was like engineering, not engineering lead, but like team manager, engineering manager or team lead, something like that. So I think mm. that, you know, the person was just like echoing what, you know, developers have been saying when they are annoyed and frustrated yeah. and yeah. not like really understanding the, the, but it was, it was funny. It like, I mean, I say things, <laughs> I'm like not that. always, I, right. I'm not always that good, but like when I'm networking, you know, I try to be at least ask a question then or be like oh we've had bad experiences like what's your experience or you know but not be like you know <laughs> just look oh, at me and... <laughs> you're, you're, you're wasting your time <laughs> and also there's like no way to get past that it's like okay then yeah <laughs> um... <laughs> well, it was nice meeting you <laughs> maybe followed. not so nice <laughs> yeah but anyway uh anyway i'm happy with my choice because if everybody's leaving yes. There's going to be a ton of people who don't have five months to port their code base to something else. And I'll be their expert when they yep. need to upgrade. So that's good. And you, <laughs> you were okay. Yeah. European okay. Yeah, I'm okay. European okay. So I'm not particularly, it's not particularly good, but also not particularly bad. It's just like somewhere in the middle. Having a little bit of a headache today, feeling a little bit, I don't know, low on energy. Maybe I'm getting sick. I, I'm not feeling that bad, but I, something's going on. I don't know, whatever. Um, but uh, overall, it's been it's been a great past week or the last two weeks have been super great. Um, and this week sounds like will be great as well. So um, we mentioned it last week uh, in the episode with Pierre. Um, Userlist Inc. got had its fourth birthday last week, so we celebrated. We can clap that. again! Woo! <laughs> Celebrations it all didn't around. Die. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's not the, start, the time when we started the project, but the, the day we incorporated and got everything like officially filed and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that happened last week, and um, to celebrate this. We did um, the Gather Escape the Island quest. Um, so Gather is a, a online platform where you can basically... It's kind of like a video co call combined with an RPG, top-down RPG. So you have like your small avatar and walk around and can pick up stuff and, and trigger stuff. And that Escape the Island is basically a, a, a virtual escape room uh, where you have to solve a couple of quizzes. And it's based on collaboration so we invited the entire team and we did the uh, escape the island quest in if i remember correctly 49 minutes so we managed to escape the island and not die <laughs> uh, and we had a lot of fun it was a little bit weird getting started like it took everyone a while to to get get used to this uh, but afterwards it was a lot of fun and in the last I don't know, room or scene or whatever. Basically, at the end, uh, when you're on the boat to leave, there, there was an embedded additional game, uh, which was basically Pictionary 
remote Pictionary. So um, I think it's it was an embedded drop at I/O instance. So um, you log on to it, uh, form teams of two, and then one was drawing something and the other had to guess by by typing it into a field. And what was also nice was that everyone else, like who wasn't in the teams, was able to watch. So we had a lot of fun. I was watching <laughs> because I had to leave early for the recording. Um, but I was just watching both parties, like drawing and, and and yeah, trying to figure it out. And we had a lot of fun and a lot of loss. So uh, we're definitely saving draw battle IO for future hangouts with the team. <laughs> but did you all have? Um kind of laptops or did some have ipad i feel like if you have an ipad you'll you, you're you're kind of ahead of the the get you get an unfair advantage uh, or a trackpad i don't know no i i i don't think it makes that much a difference because okay. the key key skill is picking the right thing to sketch or outline so the other person knows what it is mm. it doesn't matter how fast you draw it if you <laughs> if you pick the wrong thing it's just no matter how fast you draw us, they, mm. will not, they will not get it. That's true. I haven't but played Pictionary in years. Maybe that could be a fun summer game. Maybe I should try, try and get like, you know, like ERL, ERL Pictionary for the, for the summer holiday. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That might be fun. Like if you're, if you're a bigger team, that, that definitely is fun. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, more to celebrate. Uh, we... We finally crossed uh, the 15k MRR mark uh, two or three weeks ago. Another uh, woo! Which is, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a celebration episode. I feel it's just like celebration. It's episode. like yes, celebration, celebration, celebration. Where's my confetti? Um, I need some confetti to throw around. Not that anybody. Right, where's my confetti? That. I actually have confetti somewhere. You have confetti um, for, yeah, for these occasions. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. I, I'm not going to throw it, but look here, there's confetti. Um, it was, it was glitter reusable con glitter confetti. Glitter, by the way, glitter balloon confetti. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Sorry. Um, 15k MMR. MR. 15k MR, uh, which is in itself, it's. I mean, yeah, it's just a number, but it's special because it was our we're self-sustaining goal for the longest time. Um, and it's still kind of true. So a year ago, this would have been our break-even point. Uh, now we've hired a couple more people, um, so it's not anymore. <laughs> but still, um, if we if we let everyone go, which we're not planning to, um, we'd be self-sustaining and we would be able to pay ourselves a little bit of money, pay all expenses and keep everything up and running. So in a way... The, the business would survive in the state. Let's let's put it that way. It's not. It wouldn't be fun, but it would be. It wouldn't die. So it, it's been a big uh, a big milestone for us. And the interesting thing is, like getting there took took longer than well. It definitely took longer in the grand scheme of things, but like just in the last couple of weeks leading up to it, it like growth has been super slow in February, in March, in April. Um, so we were basically watching the MRR chart every week and was like, it's not moving. We're not, we're not getting any closer. It's not happening. And then in mid April, 
we briefly crossed the 15k mark for like a day or two before dipping down again and then it took until yeah basically another month until we we crossed it again and now it looks like we're, we're staying above it because then just within two weeks we crossed 16k mr as well which i don't know it's an, also a nice milestone but it's wild how some months there's no movement and some months it just increases way way more so yeah anyways but in the communities that i follow there has been a lot of talk about things slowing down over the last couple of months so if you've had it be a little bit slow and then pick up you're way ahead of the of the curve <laughs> of what, <laughs> of what i'm hearing away <laughs> and a lot of because you know a lot of people are away. saying we're we're looking at the new recession or at least you know uh, some countries are looking at a at a um, new recession and there was some talks about like a lot of I'm thinking your email if you're if you're deep into your email provider that is not one of the first things you're gonna be canceling because it's something Hopefully you will not. need <laughs> but a lot of I guess like a lot of the kind of like indie hacker to indie hacker type services or um you know business to consumer services are easier to uh cancel when when things are looking a little bleak true um, yeah yeah so you might or you might have seen i don't know if you've looked at the breakdown but you might have seen no you have the same price for everyone right or yeah how, at, or, the yes, moment, at the moment at the moment because i was going to say maybe you've seen like you know people with lower plans canceling over people with higher plans that i've seen some other people talk about but that wouldn't have been the case for you yeah true um at least uh yeah not until this week because the other thing we're doing and what i'm excited about is we are probably launching the new pricing this week if nothing else uh breaks or some unexpected things pop up um we've got everything in place to to launch the new pricing tiers uh which are again like actual different plans with different features and different limits and different prices and um yeah it's going to happen this week and it also feels like one of those things that took way longer than anticipated but if you look at it for the longest time we just had one price um so we didn't need a lot of stuff like that we we didn't need a way to pick a plan while signing up so we had to build that we didn't have a way to change your plan because there was only one why would you change it um we didn't have any permission system for feature gating locking stuff down in the ui uh, upgrade dialogues all of that stuff so it was a lot of work but I feel confident that um, it was worth it. And uh, we'll see how things play out in the next couple of weeks. But um, yeah, super excited to to raise prices and uh, hopefully uh, fuel that MRR growth a little bit more by it's that. It's going to be a rocket ship. Well, maybe not. But if it, if it grows a little faster, that would be nice. Um, because there's a new break even goalpost that we want to get to and if we get there faster then that would be good <laughs> yeah um so a lot of celebrating and a lot of uh, stuff looking forward to um the other thing that happened last week and i'm sure you saw it as well um and this episode is not sponsored by stripe <laughs> but um stripe released their new apps feature 
Um, and it's basically a new way to build Stripe integrations that also can be embedded into their dashboards. So previously, you basically have like separate apps that would just OAuth into each other and do API calls. Um, but the new Stripe apps thing allows you to also embed widgets into their UI and provide additional context right in there. So and it the, also sounds in, like in the like in the payment flow or just inside of your admin dashboard. Um, at the moment, just in the uh, admin dashboard. But now that you mention it, it, I guess it maybe it's something they will extend to like the checkout as well. I'm not sure. Like. But it sounds like a good idea. <laughs> um, but for now, it will only be in the admin dashboard. But there's still obviously a couple of good ideas there that you can do. Like, for example, with user list, we could, like, if you're on a customer profile, show you their activity inside your app or their message history or just additional information that's not in Stripe. Um, so we're excited about that aspect of it but more exciting is that they launched a new marketplace uh, with um, basically integration partners that have a stripe app and there's only like 30 or so companies in there right now um, and that smells like an opportunity <laughs> of just like <laughs> because their previous partner directory has hundreds of apps in there and integrations uh, but this one is a blank slate, almost a blank slate at least. So we're strongly considering to fast track the Stripe integration that we had in mind for basically forever um, and do the, the extra work of like building a Stripe app around it as well. Just to be an early player in that marketplace um, and hopefully get some more eyes on the product by that. I'm not entirely sure how it will play out because whilst the Stripe apps thing definitely unlocks new possibilities, it's also so much more complicated, at least in my books. Uh, because I I spent an entire day just like trying to figure out how the authentication flow would work because they're essentially flipping things around. Previously, we'd had a, um, a button in our application that then do, does an auth connect dance with Stripe and you get an API key and, and, and do stuff via the API. And it sounds like, and it looks like they just flipped that around entirely. So instead of user list OAuthing into Stripe, we now have to build a Stripe app that OAuths into user list and just like changes everything. Um, yeah, so me so it's a lot more work. So as a customer of, of both, I would go into Stripe and then I would hit like integrate with user list from from within my Stripe dashboard instead of kicking yes. that off on your integration page. Yes, exactly. And then mm -hmm. on they you'd click a button in Stripe, then you get into user list where you confirm that you want to connect Stripe. Then you get back to Stripe, and then the Stripe app would do a couple requests to the user list API to set things up for you. Um, so I'm not entirely sure if I if I like that new approach because it definitely has more moving pieces in there. Um, but again, it also unlocks more, more possibilities and more, more flexibility, I guess. Um, but it's a lot more work and 
It looks like I have to learn React uh, to actually do this. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's just the way to go. Like, there's that's the only way they allow you to write those app, uh, app things. So there's no way around it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what's been going on. And, you can um, do it. You can do it. <laughs> I will definitely ask for your help a lot. Um, yeah, but before we get into that area, we are finishing up the, uh, the pricing stuff and then launch that this week. And then, um, yeah, let's see how far we get within the next two weeks or so to, to launch a Stripe integration. Because again, like there's a still there, there, there are a couple of moving pieces, and yeah, useless has to become an OAuth provider now, which I, I didn't have on the roadmap for the next couple of years. I don't know. <laughs> um, so it's more work than it was before, but it sounds like it might be a good opportunity. So yeah, that's what's been going on. Lots of stuff. I'm happy we do this because, yeah. like, now. I was thinking back for like two weeks, what has happened? I even for you know, I was like, oh, there's been so many days off, and I almost forgot that I'd gone to this conference. And it's good to sit down and have a little bit of a look and talk through a reflection. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very I'm really bad at that. Like I'm really bad at remembering both both good and bad stuff, actually. So I mean, in some <laughs> ways it's probably good. Um, but yep. in other, I'm like very much like moving forward. Um and it's nice to remember that, oh, I did nice things. Like, I did have days off. We did fun stuff. It's like, you know, remember remember that. Because otherwise, it could be a little, you know, too in the moment sometimes as well. If that's yeah. a thing. That's a thing. I don't know. I guess that's it. Yep, that's it. See you around the interwebs. The interwebs.